0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com
1: slash with Amex.
2: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
1: Hopefully,
0: having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view.
1: Uh, a lot of discussion about Phil Mickelson uh, becoming the oldest player to ever win a major championship uh, winning the PGA Championship so you got that discussion uh, my feeling on it is it's great but how great is it considering the biggest moments in golf if if you just if, if you asked ask yourself this what are the most memorable moments from golf over the past couple of years there's going to be a couple answers tiger winning the masters Phil winning the PGA Championship this weekend. Um, uh, the uh, the the match whatever they want to call it, uh, the first one with uh, Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods, which is, I mean, basically a clown show. It was like the, the Black Friday after Thanksgiving. Uh, the, the course got dark out. I was waiting for, like, uh, some guy in a unicycle to, to come out and start flipping bowling pins uh, with a giant rubber nose. It was weird, but that was a big event. And then you had, during COVID, you had Tom Brady and, and, uh, and, and Phil Mickelson against Tiger and Peyton Manning. Like, those are the moments you think about over the past couple of years in golf. So, I think it's great that Phil won. It's an awesome story. I was rooting for him, but I just wonder we're seeing kind of the same guys over and over again. And eventually, you're going to have to pass the torch. And I just don't know that golf has, has passed the torch yet. I think they can with Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka was complaining about the fans and, you know, maybe hitting his knee on his way to the final hole and all that stuff. I think they can build around a guy like that. The question is whether or not that's, you know, that's taken to uh, by, by golf purists who maybe don't like his behavior and like his attitude, but nonetheless, awesome to see Phil win it. I just wonder, is this, Good for golf from the standpoint that the biggest stories and the most memorable moments from golf over the past couple of years are guys that have been around for a long, long time. And eventually they're not going to be around. So you wait to see what happens there. Uh, All right. Uh, So we transition from that over to uh, the NBA playoffs. Now, earlier in the show. Uh, myself and Danny G, we went through every single series because one of the things that you're hearing from from people who maybe are in a little bit of denial, if their team lost the first game of the season or the first game of the playoffs, that's eh, just one game. It's just one game. Don't worry about it. It's just one game. We're not going to freak out about it. It's a long series. It is just one game, and, uh, and, and there's nothing to worry about here. We've got this right where we want them. Uh, it is, uh, it's not, not an issue uh, to, 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 to anybody involved. Don't worry about it. We are good here. Everything's good. And so we went through, and I said, all right, well, is it just one game, or is it over? Based on one game. like if, if you watch it and you see game one of this series, is it just one game or is it over? Now, I would argue... There are some situations where you look at and you go, hey, man, everything's going to be fine. They'll figure it out. No need to panic. No need to freak out. All right. The, the, these the teams are going to figure it out. I think the Clippers are going to figure it out. I think Miami can figure it out against Milwaukee because Miami matches up well with anybody. Um, I, I, I look at their series and I go, it's over. The, the Celtics of the Nets. I saw one game. I'm good. It's over it's over and you knew that going into it the other team that i think is in trouble is the los angeles lakers i really do and this isn't to try and needle anybody that's listening or just waking up on yeah, AM right. 570 la sports this isn't trying to trying to pick a fight with anybody but i don't know how you watch what you watched yesterday And you think to yourself, nah, got him right where we want him. LeBron James, he spoke after the game, after their loss to Phoenix in game one. And he talked about Anthony Davis maybe needing to be a little bit more aggressive. And also, what game ones are normally like for him.
2: It's never just one guy. Um... But I love when AD puts that pressure on himself. Uh, you know, we're a better team when, when he's aggressive. We're a better team uh, when he demands the ball. And, um, you know, but we all got to do our jobs a lot better as well. Gives me uh more time to just dissect the team, know what we did wrong in the previous game, especially games one. It's always been a fill out game for me, so I'm looking forward to breaking down the film tonight and then as a team tomorrow and uh even get some more um on on the day of the game, I believe Tuesday and um be ready for that for that challenge again.
1: Yeah, I just um look I can remember being in school and I remember the band that was really really popular was this band called green day and i mean everybody loved them and from day 1 i didn't get it i i just man this band sucks what what are we like i don't i don't what what are you hearing that i don't hear like i i don't what what, what am i missing with this and i never got it i've never gotten it but i can remember specifically being really young and just looking around and seeing how popular they were, and you had all these kids uh, uh, coming to school dressed up uh, like they, you know, just shopped uh, and only shopped at Hot Topic, and and just walked in, and they were all gothed out and doing all their. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, I don't, I don't know what you guys are hearing or seeing. I don't, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. To this day, never understood it. This entire time, I've been told. Lakers are gonna be fine, don't worry about it. Eh, don't worry about it. Hey, look, when those guys get back and they're healthy, everything's gonna be fine. We're all good here. And this entire season, I haven't gotten it. I, I don't I don't know what people are seeing. I think LeBron James is legitimately banged up. I think this is the most banged up he's ever been heading into the postseason. I think he's legitimately banged up. Anthony Davis, who the hell knows, man? There's stuff with Anthony Davis to where, whether it's injuries or maybe he's worried about the injuries, and I don't blame him because it feels like he's going down with an injury all the time or he steps wrong, and then he looks like he's a little bit ginger afterwards. Whatever the case may be, it just feels like this ain't the year. And I, and not that it's a bad thing. They're coming off a shortened season, and it's not to make excuses for them. But it was a quick turnaround. You're asking, you know, an older team to try and, you know, find themselves and and figure this whole thing out, and then they go down with the injuries and all that stuff. But I don't think LeBron is healthy. I don't think Anthony Davis is either in the right place physically or mentally, whatever you want to call it. Uh, The Drummond move, it feels more and more like Drummond needs to be on the floor less, and when that was a big signing for you and and a big pickup in the season, I I just – I'm watching the team, and I go, yeah, I don't know what people are seeing. Like, I I don't – this is not the same team that we saw last year. And the fact of the matter is – you're a seven seed. I know it's not a normal seven seed. I get all that. And, and we can point to, well, you had to play in tournament and it was a different year and all that stuff. But we don't see a lot of seven, team, seven seeds who, after they lose game one to the better team who's been the better team all series long, the conversation is still, ah, don't even worry about it. Eh, don't, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. We'll figure this whole thing out. I think there's problems. I really do. now is is it is it going to turn into LeBron and Anthony Davis just have to take over games? Of course, because I don't know that they have a third option that you look at and go that guy's going to scare me or that I think this is an issue. I think Phoenix is going to win this series. I think it's done. I I think the Lakers are done. You can say, "Oh, you're just freaking out and you're going over the top and you're just I'm telling you, man, I've felt this way for the longest time. And I can remember doing shows earlier in the season on AM570 LA Sports, uh, locally here uh, in Los Angeles, Rob Parker and myself doing shows together. And I just remember saying, you know, I keep hearing everything's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. You You know, it's just some injuries. They'll be okay. It's like LeBron comes back after a lengthy absence and he ended up having to miss more time. Anthony Davis... Every two weeks, he was being reevaluated. That seems like it's a problem. And I just think that to go along with a really energetic and fun and hard playing Suns team who the Chris Paul injury, you've got to figure that stuff out and, and see where that goes. I, I don't know, man. I just, if I were a Laker fan. this would be concerning. I don't think this is a, well, they lost game one here. They're going to be able to figure this out. I think there's concern. And I think at some point somebody has got to be honest about it and say, Maybe this just isn't the team in the right place physically, and maybe this isn't the team in the right place in other areas that's going to make a deep run and, and repeat as NBA champions. I just don't think it's happening. I really don't. I think, I think there's problems. I think those problems are, are, are playing out before our very eyes, and I think they're going to continue to be an issue uh, for the LA Lakers against the Suns this series. And if the Lakers come back and beat the Suns in this series, I'll just make sure we go back and delete this entire segment. All of it's gone. I have that power. I have that authority, all right? I have that authority to be able to do erase this entire segment or I'll just recut it and then insert it into the podcast later. So when you say, "What about that thing you said Monday after their first playoff loss?" I'll say, "What are you talking about?" and we'll just use radio magic and some tricks of the trade to make sure I can go back and be proven right. Just say it. And by the way, I'm not going to bury the Clippers cuz I have the Clippers winning the NBA championship. Exactly. So, there's that. And and by,
0: and by uh, the way, we heard all of this twice in a row last nba postseason in the bubble
1: okay well listen look sky I'm,
0: is falling lakers hey, lost game one
1: it's it's not the sky that's falling all right it's not the sky that's falling and, and if it is watch out because lebron james was seeing three of them the other night so i hope that his vision is cleared uh, i hope i hope everything is okay uh you know um you know and and by violating uh covid uh, protocols by the nba i mean that's a whole other discussion i mean you talk about reckless behavior i mean unbelievable this guy
0: now do Kawhi leonard
1: now I believe He's just a quiet guy who goes about his business. Yeah, quiet guy, uh, just a great quiet leader. Guy that goes guy, about his business,
0: business as Absolutely. usual.
1: Absolutely, damn right. No drama with him. Uh, all right, Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis. Uh, outkick the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto. Do it yourself and you can find what you need in store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at oreillyauto.com two pros. That's oreillyauto.com two pros.
2: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
0: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor.
2: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
0: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
2: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table.
1: com/slash/sports/tirerack.com the way tire buying should be so the um Deshaun Watson conversation is starting to gain a little bit of uh, momentum they're starting to pick up some steam here so uh the latest and and this is my point I don't think at the very least, I think Deshaun Watson's going to get suspended six games. I think that's happening. Now they're waiting to get all this stuff figured out and sorted out um, after the season. That that is the that is the goal, uh, or that's the timeline right now when the deposition is done with um, the witnesses uh, or the uh, accusers rather have uh, have spoken and given their side and all that. Um, Deshaun Watson posting a workout video recently. Like, there's there's that stuff that is happening, uh, and, and it feels like when you see the workout video that Deshaun Watson's getting ready to play a season. My thought on it is this. I don't believe that Deshaun Watson, if they go all the way through with this, meaning if there's no settlement, and they are maintaining, he and Rusty Harden are maintaining that he is innocent, and they want to prove his innocence, I don't see how the NFL lets this hang over anybody's head and I don't see how the NFL lets this just sit there and float out there and, and be a part of the conversation and they just allow Deshaun Watson to go back to the field. I, 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 re- I don't see how that happens. I don't think the NFL is going to want to deal with the PR hit and the blowback they're going to get. So if Deshaun Watson wants to go all the way through with this, then I think he's not playing this season. That, that's where I'm at. If there's a settlement before, I think the NFL is going to step in. If And look, you can settle this at any time. Like, it could be settled today. It could be settled tomorrow, next week. Like, if it gets settled pretty quickly here then I think that Deshaun Watson, at the very least, is going to get popped for six games. I think he'll be available for 11 of the 17 games. Uh, quick reminder, we are up to a 17-game season, just for everybody out there. But I think he's going to get popped at least somewhat. But if he goes through with this, if he's demanding, and, and, and they want to make sure that they're proving his innocence, and they don't like the, the hit he's taken to his reputation, and if he is innocent, absolutely that's what he should do. I don't think he's playing this year. Because I don't think the NFL is going to let him play with all this stuff hanging out there and then look bad after the fact, much like they did whether it was the Ray Rice situation, Adrian Peterson, you name it. All the other issues the NFL has had when it comes to punishing players based on evidence that they have or situations that are still hanging around as a cloud hanging over the season. And that would be a bad one for Deshaun Watson. Here's the other aspect of this. So he did want to trade. I mean, he didn't want to leave the Houston Texans, right? He, he, he wanted out. He did not want to be with the Houston Texans. He did not want to be there anymore. Um, according to Matt Lombardo of cited, he reported this a couple of days ago that there is a trade market for, uh, for Deshaun Watson. Uh, in talking to league executives, they've told him the Raiders, Washington, and Miami are all potential trade destinations for Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun Watson is still pushing for this— If he's still pushing to be traded, he's got a lot of balls, man. He's got a lot of balls. Because the first time he came around and was talking about trading or wanting to be traded from the Houston Texans, I was in the minority on this. I thought Deshaun Watson was totally out of line. Totally out of line. Because... People people think and, – and, and this is how this, this works because every, there are so many kiss asses in the media that they just want to buddy up to these players and they just want to buddy up hoping that they're going to come on a podcast or when they see them at Radio Row in the Super Bowl, they can get a picture with them and they'll get a follow back on InstaFace or whatever they call it. Like this, this is this is how this whole thing works. And so there was this race – to defend Deshaun Watson, that he had been wronged by the Houston Texans, that the Texans had wronged him, which was complete and total crap. Complete crap. Well, they traded away his number one wide receiver. They traded away DeAndre Hopkins. And what did he do afterwards? He signed a contract extension there. Yeah, but the organization is so dysfunctional. It's Jack Easterby, and it was Bill O'Brien, and it was... Dude, after he signed the contract, he was in tears, and he thanked Bill O'Brien, he thanked the McNair family, and he thanked Jack Easterby. In tears. The only difference between then and now is Deshaun Watson was on a bad football team, and then he wanted out. He was bailing on the team. He was quitting on the team. If Bill O'Brien was the problem and they got rid of Bill O'Brien, what are we what, what's the issue here? well they haven 't done enough to surround him with with good they 're a dysfunctional organization, man, there are dysfunctional organizations, and then there are dysfunctional organizations. The Texans are not dysfunctional all right like there are much worse organizations out there they 've been division champs I think for the last six years or something like that. You, like you could argue they 've been one of the more consistent organizations in the NFL so when that whole story came out, I was totally totally on the side of the Houston Texans. I thought Deshaun Watson was out of line, but majority of the people out there, even some Texans fans, were supporting Deshaun Watson. Like, of course, we're going to be the organization that chases away a franchise quarterback in his prime. Of course, we couldn't find a quarterback for all these years, but we're going to be the team that chases away a franchise quarterback in his prime. If he, after all of this stuff that's come out, still demands a trade, still doesn't want to be a part of the Houston Texans after I think at the very least everybody can acknowledge there's at least some smoke or or there's at least some fire where there's a little bit of smoke here. I mean, like, look, 22 women have lawsuits against him. Another 30 or something are also out there. You mean to tell me this guy needed 50-something massage therapists? I mean, look, I got a guy who cuts my hair. He's been cutting my hair for 20 years. That's it. There's been like two other people that have touched my hair since then. One of them was because I moved and was working in South Carolina doing radio, and so I had to find anybody that could cut my hair because I look like i homeless and probably smelled like it too. So I had to have somebody cut my hair. Like I got one guy that cuts my hair. I got I got a, an old car. It's an O six. I got one mechanic. Like Deshaun Watson, a professional athlete. He's got fifty something massage. It's it's like at the very least, I think even if you're a Deshaun Watson supporter, you can acknowledge something's a little off with that. So with all this stuff now out, if he still still demands a trade still wants no part of the Houston Texans. I'm telling you in the court of public opinion this whole thing's going to start to flip. I I mean and if you're a Texans fan and and you were a supporter of Deshaun Watson in this whole fight against the Houston Texans and how wrong he'd been, I think you could also acknowledge upon further review the fact that this guy can't see that this organization has actually had his back. They've not come out publicly and thrown him under the bus. They, they, they haven't said anything negative about Deshaun Watson. Even with all this stuff out, they haven't said anything negative. If he still comes all the way back around and says, I'm too good for this organization, I'm telling you that's going to be a bad look. Now, there is a team that is rumored to be in the market, in fact there are three teams that are rumored to be in the market for Deshaun Watson I can unequivocally tell you which one will not get Deshaun Watson, absolutely under no circumstances and I think this team is just being thrown out there to generate a market for Deshaun Watson I'll tell you what team that is next here on FSR, Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis here on FSR coming up, uh, we'll call it 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio if you wanted proof that uh there's a lot of really, really sensitive sports fans out there, and you might be one of them. We will have that proof for you here, uh, coming up 15 minutes from now. Very, very strange. I don't I don't actually get it. I don't know why this is the case, but some people are very, very outraged by just a simple opinion. A simple opinion. And, and for whatever reason, people like to go to nukes. I don't know why. It's very, very, very bizarre, but we will break it down and discuss that 15 minutes from now here on FSR. So on the Deshaun Watson trade front, um, there are, according to Matt Lombardo of fan cited, the Raiders, Washington and Miami are the teams that are in the market for Deshaun Watson. All right Now there is one team on that list who absolutely, without a doubt, will not trade for Deshaun Watson. I can assure you. You can just go ahead and cross that team off the list, as a matter of fact. All right, you, you, can, you, can, you can eliminate that team. Now, we will get to uh, that team that we are going to eliminate. But let's first talk about the other two teams that are in the mix for Deshaun Watson. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders. At some point, Derek Carr has got to be looking around going, What the F, man? Like, what the like, like, What the F? Like like can can there be a quarterback on the market and and can my team just not be interested in that quarterback? I don't think Derek Carr is a top ten quarterback in the NFL, but I think he's much better than a lot of people give him credit for. I think he's much better. And you can argue that the issues there with the Raiders have not been what's on offense as much as the issues are on defense. Their defense has been a disaster. And this is now going into, what, year four of John Gruden? And it just feels like really, really slow progress. So if the defense makes a leap, if the defense makes a jump— I think he got the quarterback to win some games. Darren Waller has been an outstanding find. So I I look at I look at Derek Carr and I go, "You could do worse at quarterback, all right." Like that's why when the when the discussion was being had about potential destinations for Aaron Rodgers, the team that made more sense than the Denver Broncos, who who have been the favorite majority of the time is the Las Vegas Raiders, because at least you would be getting back a quarterback. If you didn't feel like Jordan Love was ready to go, Derek Carr can step in and be a quality quarterback in that division. And in fact, I would say you bring in Derek Carr to that NFC North, and you've got the best quarterback of the division. I think he's better than Kirk Cousins. Uh, I, I think he's better than Jared Goff. And I think he'd be better than whoever the Bears rolled out. At this point, Mike Tomzak's stunt double. I have no idea what they're going to do at quarterback. But I think Derek Carr would be the best quarterback in that division. So it always made more sense to me that Green Bay would want to do a deal. If they didn't feel Jordan Love was ready, what quarterback could you get in return that would be the stopgap before Jordan Love? Derek Carr would have made the most sense. So I'm surprised that the Raiders are still out there. But if they feel like... They can make this work with Deshaun Watson. The Raiders are a team that's been rumored. The Miami Dolphins, the situation with Tua has been bizarre from the get-go. It's just, it's just been bizarre from the get-go. And Tua is kind of in a similar spot as, as Derek Carr is, except for the fact that Derek Carr has actually gotten an opportunity to, you know, not get benched when his team is trailing on the road in his first season. The Brian Flores handling of Tua Tagovailoa, people can say, oh, it's unique. It's a different approach. I think it's terrible. You got a rookie quarterback, and twice in his rookie season, you benched him when they were trailing on the road. How the hell do you expect that guy to learn from that? Like, how do you expect him to just all of a sudden be okay when you've got him on a platoon? Hey, you're good enough to start the game, you're good enough to be in the lineup during the game. But the second we're trailing on the road, we don't trust you to be able to figure it out. You either have a quarterback or you don't. And I don't know the the, the decision, the planning there. So it's not surprising to me that Deshaun Watson would be rumored to go to the Miami Dolphins. I know that was a destination he was interested in when the trade rumors first started. But it's not surprising to me based on how Brian Flores handled Tua in his first year. The team that you can unequivocally cross off the list that's going to make a move for Deshaun Watson is the Washington football team. It's laughable that this team would be thrown out. That this team would be thrown out there as a potential destination for Deshaun Watson. And here's why. You think after all of their issues with female employees, with with the cheerleaders, with all the other stuff that's come out regarding that organization and their structure and the things that went on behind the scenes, you think that they would then go out and trade for a guy who's got 50-plus massage therapists and 22 of them who have lawsuits against him? You, you, you think that's happening You think they want to deal with that PR blowback? They can't even get a name right. It's year two of the football team. They can't even decide on a name because they don't know whether to take a crap or wind their watch. They have no idea what to do because every single time they make a move it ends up in a PR disaster you think the washington football team with all their history of female employees and issues that they have had and and all the you think that they would make a move for deshaun watson it's laughable that they're even on the list like you can it's not happening at all at the very least, this is a bad look for Deshaun Watson. At the very least, he will never be looked at the same again. There are going to be people who will never look at him the same again. Same with Ben Roethlisberger and same with a lot of athletes who go down this road. He's never going to get looked at again. If the Washington football team, based on all their issues they had, go out and make a move and pursue Deshaun Watson, the amount of heat that they will catch will be unlimited because of how poorly they read the room. So when I see that Washington is even rumored here, the first thing I thought of was, oh, well, that's not real. That's just, them. That's just somebody trying to stir up some trade interest. That's not happening. He would be a significant upgrade at the position for that organization, but based on the history of that organization, I can assure you, Washington is not making a move for Deshaun Watson. Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Coming up next, uh, very, very strange behavior. Uh, some would say over-the-top behavior by some very very sensitive fan bases in the world of sports i'll tell you why next here on fsr
0: this is outkick the coverage with clay travis
1: people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do it yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at oReillyauto.com/2pros. That's oReillyauto.com/2pros. The 2024
0: presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet There's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
2: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip.
1: coming up uh, top of next hour, less than 15 minutes from now here on many of these Fox sports radio affiliates, hundreds of those all across the country. Um, we will be having, uh, the Dan Patrick show. Uh, if for whatever reason, your local programmer switches over to something else, uh, you can catch the Dan Patrick show on the iHeartRadio radio app. Just search for Fox sports radio. Uh, so always a, a good listen, uh, make sure you check out DP, uh, all sorts of stuff on uh, Phil Mickelson, uh, winning uh, a major at 50 years old, the PGA championship. Um, you know, some have called it uh, one of the great achievements in all the sports. I still think George Foreman uh, knocking out Michael Moore to win the heavyweight title, uh, maybe more impressive. Uh, Bernard Hopkins uh, beating Kelly Pavlik into his 40s. But I'm a boxing blowhard. Uh, so, again, that's just me uh, siding with uh, with a sport I happen to uh, know and love uh, over uh, Phil Mickelson, although it was a great, uh, great moment that we all got to be a part of. Uh, Phil Mickelson winning the PGA Championship at 50 years old. Um, all right. So the NBA playoffs are happening. Now, I have said I believe the Lakers are in trouble. Right? I believe the Lakers are in trouble. I think it's going to be a problem. I think there are some teams I look at and I go – the look of it, it didn't seem right. That would be one of them. The other is the Knicks. I love the New York Knicks. I love the story. I love Madison Square Garden having playoff basketball back. I even like Spike Lee's fedora, the uh, the uh, Nick themed fedora. And and also, by the way wasn't Spike Lee like boycotting games because he was letting the wrong entrance or they wouldn't let him in an elevator. Remember that before COVID, there was like some weird mix-up between him and James Don. Whatever the case may be, Spike Lee's on on the sidelines and it felt like the 1990s all over again. Like you you saw Spike Lee, you saw celebrities, you saw a packed house, 15,000 people at Madison Square Garden only to see Trey Young with a dagger in the lane and a floater to win the game for the Atlanta Hawks. So I think You just watch that game. You take a look at it. Charles Barkley said it after the game was over. Atlanta's just got better players. They just do. And I came away from that game going, the Knicks are in trouble. I'd like to see them advance. I'd like to see the Knicks do well. I love the story. Give me as many games of the packed house at Madison Square Garden as we can, or at least close to packed. Um, But unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Atlanta's going to end up winning that series. But what's funny about this is Fox Sports Radio came out with a bracket challenge and it obviously it's too late for you to sign up now but we were promoting it last week on Fox Sports Radio and we were getting fans involved all right so if you wanted to get involved there was a gift card to be handed out and you could compete against Fox Sports Radio hosts and you know I didn't think anything of it we just we make some picks and we move on with our lives big deal what's the problem And then Fox Sports Radio decided to send out a tweet that had all the picks from the Fox Sports Radio hosts. I've been here at FSR for over a decade. I don't know that there's been more pushback on a single thing tweeted out by Fox Sports Radio than the picks for the NBA playoffs. It was astonishing. And I don't know that anybody was told something positive about themselves. I got mutilated. All right, now – I have the Clippers beating the Nets in the NBA Finals. That could end up being a terrible pick, and if it's a terrible pick, I'll be the first to admit it. Because I also had the Falcons and Chargers in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. I had the Colts and the Cowboys this past year. Nobody celebrates being wrong more than I do. All right, so so I I will I will one hundred percent celebrate and own up to the fact that if the clippers and the nets aren't in the nba finals and if it goes really really bad uh, on my weekend overnight show i i will do an entire segment celebrating how bad the pick was but nobody got out clean i i have not seen that much negative reaction to just some picks all we did was pick games that's it we picked who we thought we we're going to win an NBA title. That's it, and it was a bloodbath on Twitter. An absolute. Find the thread if you can. All right, if you if you're sitting on the you know what, and you want to like sort through some funny stuff, find the initial tweet in which all of the quote unquote experts gave their picks from Fox Sports Radio, and just look at some of the commentary on the thread. Look at some of the commentary, and it just made me think too. When I grew up listening to sports talk radio and, and I got really, really into sports talk radio and we're talking about, you know, some of the all time greats, whether it's, you know, Tony Bruno or Mike North, uh, uh, you know, just uh, all the like Steve Hartman, Jim Rome, like all these like all time legendary sports talk radio hosts. Never one time. In my entire life, if they said something I didn't like, did I think about sending an email telling him what an effing moron they were? It n- never crossed my mind. Never even occurred to me. Never occurred to me to even go that direction. But for whatever reason, these NBA playoffs generated really, really negative reaction. I don't know why. I have no idea why. I, I, don't know. I don't know what it was about this year's playoffs or these picks that generated this type of reaction, but I've never seen that type of blowback at all. We've done NFL picks before. We've done, for whatever reason, this year's NBA playoffs stirred the pot and got people going in a negative direction. I, I don't Why? I have no clue, but I think it's also some good news mixed in there. Some good news is, when you get that much negativity, I think it means the country's getting back to normal. I think we're getting back to normal. I think we're close to getting back to a place to where we call each other names if we pick somebody else's team to win and not our team. And I'm telling you, based on where we've been for the past 12 months or so, that's a nice, comfortable place for me. I'm comfortable with it. All right, I'm okay being called a moron. I'm just okay with being able to see people's faces again. So, uh, if you can, find the thread and enjoy some of the commentary afterwards based on just some NBA picks. Uh, Joe, Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis. Fun show. Thanks for having me. Uh, For Danny G, Roberto, Eddie Garcia, Dub and Nashville, and for the Outkick the Coverage family, much appreciated. We will do it again tomorrow. Jonas Knox in for Clay. Outkick the Coverage right here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.